Welcome to the Fellowship Baptist Church podcast. Today's episode will be one of our weekly devotionals. These devotionals are typically shot live uh, via Facebook and have been condensed down into an audio version for this podcast. We hope you enjoy the practical biblical teaching you will hear and that you will learn how to better apply God's truth to your life. Good morning. Welcome to the Wednesday morning devotions with Pastor Daniel White. We are here again. You know, you say the same thing almost every time. That's because we do the same. You got to get a new intro going on here. We do the same thing every time. So, (laughs) but not the same devotion every time. No, no. But uh, we've been looking at God's will for your life and how to discover it and how to live right in the center of his good, acceptable, and perfect will. So we're glad you're joining with us today. Uh, Let us know that you're online. We always like to see who's uh, listening to us. And if you have some suggestions on some things that you would like covered during the morning devotionals, uh, just uh, shoot us a message and let us know. And we'll pray over those things and see if that's how God directs us. Well, we're a little encouraged as we look out there in the world as things are beginning to open up. Um, We're actually meeting with uh, the deacons and with Ben here on Saturday evening, and we're going to be discussing uh, some policies and procedures uh, for us opening up our ministry here in the near future. And then we'll be meeting probably the following week with the men of the church. We want to make sure we're all on the same page here and going in the same direction and just doing our best to follow God's will as it comes to the reopening of our church ministry. Uh, Christian Law Association uh, is going to be sending me their recommendations on how to open uh, a ministry back up. And also, uh, I sent an email out to our insurance company that insures uh, Church Mutual, uh, insures, uh, or Brotherhood Mutual, excuse me, insures a, a lot of churches and uh, seeing if they have any recommendations as well. So uh, let's be praying over that. We've covered your prayers on uh, Saturday night. Uh, One of the things we're going to see this morning, Ben, is God will give us direction into his will through getting good counsel Mm. uh, from others. So So important. uh, Christian Law Association is a very reputable law firm that uh, uh, hundreds of churches uh, throughout our country uh, have been represented by them. And then, of course, uh, uh, Brotherhood Mutual that has uh, hundreds of churches insured. Uh, hopefully, they'll give us some direction as well. And, and we're going to see today even our government, believe it or not, uh, the government can also give direction to us. They are the ministers of God mm. to thee for good. And uh, it does concern us when they step out of the boundaries that God has placed for them. Yeah. And, uh, but anyway, we'll, we can talk about that here a little bit later today. Uh, we're going to actually go back and pick up Sunday's message uh, where I preached on 20 uh, principles or methods that God uses to reveal his will to us. And we're going to work our way through that. Uh, we're not going to rush. Um, looking forward to your comments and what you have to say, Ben. Uh, but we'll take each one of them. I really wish that we could uh, correspond back and forth. And you could ask questions as we go through here. Um, but let's, uh, let's read our passage, uh, Ephesians chapter 5. Maybe your Bible's just kind of opening to that passage now. Ephesians chapter 5, verse 15. 
through verse 17. See then that you walk circumspectly. That means very carefully. I always think of that word as when you see a policeman pull someone over for drunk driving. <laughs> they make them walk the line. Hmm. Uh, I think now they probably use breathalyzers uh, to determine that. But back in my day, they would make them walk the line. And it was kind of comical to see the uh, person trying to stay on that, hmm. on that line. But, but that reminds me, circumspectly, stay on the line. You know, stay the course. Don't depart to the right or to the left. Just be right focused on living out God's will for your life. Then he said, don't be a fool. That verse said, don't be a fool, not as fools, but as wise. Wise men and women walk in accordance to the will of God. Hmm. Redeeming the time because the days are evil. Now that word redeem uh, carries the idea of buying back, but once time is gone, it's gone. I mean, Hmm. you can't go back and get tomorrow, can you? But you can redeem the time that you have in the present. You can make the most of the time that the Lord has given you right now. And, and we, we talked last time about how much time we waste and probably being cooped up at home like we are. I don't know about you. This is kind of getting to me. <laughs> is it getting to you? Yeah, ben? no kidding. Yesterday when I had, matter of fact, Ben came earlier and said, I went all the way to Menards and I couldn't get in the store because I didn't have a mask on. I was very frustrated. Ugh. I'm like, I had it. I went all the way to Menards to get a hammer. I was pulling out some nails, and they were big, heavy nails. I broke two hammers. You know those cheap ones? I broke the heads right off of them. So I'm like, I just need to get a good, solid hammer. Get all the way to Menards. Walk up to the door. You know, actually... That's what's happened now that Dad has moved from down the road. I got to get all this stuff. (laughs) So there was like a shirt, a big old sweater in my car, and I tried wrapping it around my head, and I was like, I could not get... Are you serious? I was serious. And I was like, I can't get this thing to stay, and I'm like, I'll just have to go home and get a bandana. It's ridiculous. I was hanging some pictures yesterday, and I needed to get some of that putty, you know, that you put on the walls, because I I couldn't get the, the pictures just kept turning on me. So I thought, if I put a piece of putty under there, those uh, will stay up. And so uh, where we're living right now, um, there's a Dollar General just right down around the corner. And so I went down there, and sure enough, they had the sign up there, you cannot go in unless you have a mask on. You know, I've never, yesterday, for the first time, I was actually grateful for the masks. And that's when I went into the bathroom at Menards. And I was like, for the first for the first time, I'm actually thankful they're forcing us to wear masks because this is horrendous. Cut that. Edit. <laughs> True story. Only my son would say something like that. <laughs> Mom said, she said that Saturday, or... or a Sunday night when we were doing our prayer time. Yeah. She said it was like comedian hours. <laughs> hey, we just have fun in the ministry. Yeah. <laughs> don't don't be a fool, but be wise. Redeeming the time because of days are evil. Verse mm. 17. Wherefore, be not unwise. Double emphasis there, right? Mm. Be not unwise, but understand what the will of the Lord is. And again, God would not... Tell us to do something that's impossible for us to do. Mm. So today we'll be looking at his methods. Um, Let's do a review and then I'll have you pray and we'll get into some of the material that we were preaching on on Sunday. All right, so last Friday uh, we began this series 
<coughs> on how to know God's will for your life. And we ask this question, does God have a will for my life? The answer is obviously yes. Does he have a purpose and plan for my life? Absolutely yes. What does the word will mean? It means a deliberate design, that which is purposed and desired. The will of God is God's deliberate design, desire, and purpose for your life mm. and for my life as well. We talked about how important it is there in Romans chapter 2 to live out the will of God so that uh, the Lord's name is not blasphemed among the unbelievers. So it's very important to maintain a good testimony by living out God's will. And then on Monday, uh, we talked about some reasons why God may not reveal his will to us. And we looked at the call of God. Uh, if we're not responding to the call of God, he certainly isn't going to lead us any further into his uh, revealed will. So we talked about the call of salvation that goes out through the gospel. That's where it begins. You begin this journey in the will of God by, first of all, accepting him as your Lord and personal Savior. We talked about the call of separation. Mm. We talked about the call of sanctification. And we talked about the call of surrender or submission to the Lord. So by answering those four calls... Uh, you can be assured that you will uh, be walking in the center of God's will for your life and he will continue to reveal that to you line upon line, precept upon precept, here a little, there a little, like where is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path, uh, that we would be walking in the center of God's will as he continues to reveal that. So uh, if you have not uh, answered the call of God in those areas, uh, you're kind of stuck. You know, answer that call, and then God will lead you further into his will. So that's what we've looked at so far. I'm really thankful that these are all online on our website. And so if you've missed some of these devotionals, I really <clears throat> encourage you to go back and pick them up. Some of you have been sharing that uh, you're not necessarily watching them in the morning, but you're picking them up later during the day. Uh, some are even using them at night as devotional times. Uh, with their families. So uh, use these and uh, may the Lord bless you. So let's. Um, uh, also, real quickly, Andrew Ferguson has been um, uh, on these devotional videos, has been stripping out the audio and putting it on our podcast. So we actually oh. have a church podcast. And uh, so all of these, if you are driving or you can't watch it or whatever, um, they are accessible via the church podcast. So you just go to your podcast section, type in Fellowship Baptist Church. Our logo will pop up. You'll be able to see which one it is. All these devotionals can be found on there if you prefer to just do it via audio, which I do sometimes. You know, it's a lot easier when you're driving and able to listen to that audio. So just wanted to let you know about that. Well, we got five minutes left. Let's do it. <laughs> Let's do oh, it. Oh, we're going to keep you about 15 minutes here. Okay. So we'll try next time not to mess around <laughs> so much. But uh, hey, it's Wednesday. It's the middle of the week. Um, ben, lead us in a word of prayer, and um, we'll get into this. Dear Lord, thank you for this day today. Thank you for all your wonderful blessings. Pray that you'll bless this session here this morning as we dive into more learning about your will for our lives. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. Victoria, who is <coughs> amazing, me. has posted these on Facebook. Yeah, she's she is on top of it. So these 20 uh, principles are there on Facebook. Obviously, she couldn't put 
all the information there, just the main points. Um, but if you wanted to pick them up there, you can do that as well. So number one that we looked at was getting your heart in a condition. This is hard. This, I put this as number one because it's probably the most difficult. Hmm. Is getting your heart in a condition that it has no will of its own. Uh, we, are, we are all uh, like pre-programmed to carry our, our own will. Hmm. I guess that's the flesh, right? Uh, that wants to do that. But Jesus is our example. He's given us an example that we should follow in his steps. I, I remember what, what Christ said. I believe it was to the Pharisees. I was going to look this verse up, but we were running out of time here. He said, if you will will to do my will, you should know the doctrine. Hmm. And that's in uh, John, somewhere in John. Uh, but if you will will to do my will, willing to do his will, that's a big deal. All right, because basically most of us are pretty predisposed to carrying out our own will and our own desires. But Christ is our example that we should follow in his steps. Not my will, not my desire, but thine, he says to the Father. Thy will be done. And really, don't you think, Ben, that's where we're going to find the greatest joy and fulfillment in life? Yeah. Think about it. I think one of the things that I've learned is that and I think this is just a maturing process and I'm still got a long ways to go, but it seems like every time there's something I want to do, not every time, but a lot of times it's not God's will. Mm. And, um, but, but occasionally this is what happens is the Lord brings along an opportunity and I, I want to do it. And I'm like, I can't tell if this is God or if this is just me because I really want to do this, or if this is God opening up the door for me to sure. do this. But I've really learned if this is something I really want to do, that's an immediate caution for me in my spirit to know I really need to pray through this thing and evaluate it. Because usually the things that I want to do don't end up being but God's But they could well. be. But they can be, which is always a great thing when those two things Delight collide. thyself also in the Lord, and he shall give you the desires of your heart. To think that, that our, we're so in tune with the Lord and with the Holy Spirit that our desires line up with his. Wow. Now that's, that's a level of spiritual maturity that very few of us will ever reach. Yeah. Um, I, I made this comment here that we need to get our desires into a position of neutrality. Yes or no, wait, whatever the Lord wants, you know, it's up to him uh, to put that into place. And uh, I have purchased a, a side-by-side we're out there at our new property because we have 40 acres now and lots of work that needs to be done there. So I purchased this uh, 4 by 4 But in order to get the thing started, you have to be in neutral. Hmm. In order to get started following God's will for your life, you have to get into neutral. Wow. Look at you pulling that illustration out of nowhere. That's Look at that. Were you, were you prepped for that? I was not prepped that for that. That was a good I illustration. I, thought, just I just saw nowhere. that neutrality and I circled Boom. it. Boom. I'm going to have to steal saw, that. You saw me. <laughs> that was a good one. You saw me circle it. <laughs> All right. So position of neutrality. Uh, number two, clear your heart of any known sin or wrong motives. Mm. We have a lot of wrong motives for doing the things that we do. Usually those motives are very selfishly based. But uh, Psalm 139, verse 23, we all know this verse. Search me, O God, and know my heart. 
Our hearts are deceitfully wicked. Who can know them? Think about that. We don't even know the condition of our own heart. We're, mm. we're so self-deceived sometimes that we really need to get serious with God and not just quote that verse, not just spout that verse out, but really seriously spend some time saying, Lord, would you search my heart? See if there be any wicked way in me. If there's any wrong motives here, Lord, would you please reveal them? It says in Psalm 24, verse 3 through verse 5, Who shall ascend into the hill of the Lord? You know, really get close to the Lord. Who shall stand in his holy place? He that hath clean hands and a pure heart. Clean hands, pure heart. Boy, we're all concerned now about keeping our hands clean, aren't we? How many times have you heard, wash your hands? What? What else are we learning? Mm. Wash our hands. And cough in your cough arm. Cough into your arm. Okay. Don't shake hands. Yeah. I mean, we hear this over and over again. If you were in uh, Menards yesterday, yeah. Did you, you did you get into Menards? Yeah. Okay. You heard it played over and over. I, I thought about those workers that are there that's hearing this over and over and over again. Why why are we hearing this over and over and over again? Uh, because it's just the way you have to do it to get it into your brain. You have to do those things over and over again, making it uh, just that habitual habit. Yeah. And because we're seeing this coronavirus is so serious, it's just repeated everywhere you go. I don't think we can repeat this enough. Keep your hands clean and your heart pure. Mm. Okay, Clean hands reminds me of the things you do. Your heart are the attitudes that you have. Okay, inside. One's outside, one's inside. And so if we're going to really get close to the Lord to where we can hear His voice and uh, follow the direction that he's giving us, uh, we need to clear our heart of any known sin and wrong motives. All right, let's go down to number three, is that we need to search the scriptures. Jesus told the Pharisees to search the scriptures. He thinks, you're, you know, you're, you, you think you're right and you know the scriptures? Well, search them. Mm. But Acts chapter 17 and verse 11 says the Bereans were more noble than the Thessalonians. Thessalonians, was, that was a pretty good church. You read First and Second Thessalonians, they were, they were nailing it pretty well. Mm. But the Bereans were more noble. Seems like they were more spiritually minded. In that they received the word with readiness. Look at that word. What do you think that means, man? Man, they were... I think of it as like you get to church, you know, there's times where we go to church and it's just kind of like you're, you're kind of on autopilot, you know, you wake up, you get to church, you're sitting there during the service, you're just kind of already thinking about what you're, where you're going to be going for lunch and, and doing all of those things. And then I think of that readiness, they get there and they're just ready to absorb that information. Ready to absorb. Like, what is it? I, I want to hear this. I want to grow. I know this is something important for me. And I think we all have those times where we have really gone into something with that readiness. Maybe... Just think, I won't have to snap my fingers yeah. so often. <laughs> exactly. Hey there. So just ready, eager, like, what is this? How is this going to help me grow? How is this going to help me become more like Christ? And I thought when I see that word readiness, I think of getting ready for something, right? Uh, if you're going to be uh, doing something, then you get ready for what you're going to do. We got ready this morning to have devotional time. You get ready to go places, all right? But you get ready. Do, listen, do you get ready to go to church? Mm. 
Do you get ready preparation to spend time with the Lord? Uh, think about that when church ministry opens back up. Are we just kind of rushing around and yelling at the kids and trying to clean up the mess? Or do we try to make preparation even Saturday night? Getting the clothes laid out, just getting ready so we have the mindset when we come into church, hey, I'm here to hear God's will mm. revealed to me. And I think that's just really, really important. Second uh, Timothy chapter 3, verse 16 to verse 17 all scriptures given by inspiration of God. Praise the Lord for that. It comes directly from God and is profitable for doctrine, reproof, correction, ew, instruction in righteousness. When I think of instruction in righteousness, I'm thinking about how God is instructing us in his will because his will obviously is righteous. Hmm. That the man of God may be perfect. Remember that perfect will. Perfect, thoroughly furnished unto all good works. Mm. So, so important that we are in the word and we're just seeking the mind and the will of the Lord in our own personal time with the Lord. I, I hope that when this coronavirus is all over and we're all back to doing our normal, if life is ever going to be normal again, our normal activities, that, that this discipline of having our devotions together mm. will be one that will become uh, a habit for you in your life. I know there's some of you that are listening to us that you've never made your own personal devotions uh, a habit. Mm. And so hopefully this will help you. Uh, we've also been talking about maybe even after the lockdown is over and we're all back, uh, is to continue to do these. Maybe we can... Uh, uh, you know, pre-record some of these and still kind of help you along. I'd like to do it a whole lot earlier in the morning, believe me. By, by 10 o'clock, I'm like, man, we're halfway through the day already because, mm -hmm. you know, I like to get up early. But um, So we'll see about that. If that's something that you would like to see happen, that we would continue on in this morning devotional time, and you can use it then right throughout the day and even into the evening, let us know that. We're looking for your response. So what time we got here? We got five more minutes, all right? Uh, number four, better check these off so we don't repeat them come Friday. Number four, the experiences of life. Boy, can we learn a lot from our mistakes. Mm. And we can learn a lot from the mistakes of others. Romans chapter five, verse three through verse four. And not only so, but we glory in tribulation. <laughs> Some tribulation we bring on ourselves, right? Also knowing that tribulation worketh patience, and patience experience, there's that word, and experience hope. Why does experience produce hope? Because hopefully you're learning from your experience what was not the will of God to do, mm. all right? Obviously, it's not the will of God for you to go out and spend more money than you have, right? A lot of people do that, don't they? A lot of people are head over heels in debt. Their credit card, you know, uh, interest is just compounding and all they can do is pay the interest every month. I, I can't imagine that. Hmm. My mom and dad brought me up. My mom and dad used a credit card, and uh, but they brought me up to make sure that thing's paid off. Every single month is paid off. Um, otherwise, you can get yourself into some real financial trouble. People have made bad choices in relationships. Hmm. 
And it was not the will of God for them to enter into a certain relationship. And so now they have that experience to say, I'm not going to go there. I'm not going to do that anymore. So I think that's really important uh, to discerning the will of God. Let's learn from our mistakes. Let's be wise enough to learn from the mistakes of others. Not that we're judging others or criticizing others, but truthfully, all you have to do is look at the world and look at the mistakes that people are making in their life and saying that obviously was not the will of God. So anything you want to add to that one while we're on the countdown here? Well, we're going to have to end with that one. Yeah, let's just, I mean, the experiences of life. I think something else I would add on a counterpoint of that is that we don't totally depend on the experiences of life because I've heard people say things that violate scripture from using their experience or, you know, the, I'm just thinking of True. somebody. Everything has to be filtered through the grid of scripture. Through the grid of scripture. So You're right because I've had people say to me, well, that was God's will. And they're using their experience in yes. life, and I'm like, wait, that wasn't that wasn't God's will. Yeah, experience does not trump scripture, and I've made that mistake in my life, being like, well, I know this person that did such and such, and it turned out well. Or look at these people; they did maybe something that was immoral or something that was wrong, and life turned out well for them. Look at look at their life right now; it looks like it's going okay. And um, the thing is, is that sin is sin and wickedness is wickedness. So I think experience brings wisdom, which is great because I feel like I have very little wisdom, but I have a whole lot more than I did when I was 15 years old. Um, but experience all, always, everything always needs to be filtered through the, the lens of Scripture. What I, what I want you all to do is use these as a whole. You know, not just pick out yes, one. Yes, okay? exactly. And yeah. say, okay, I've cleared my heart of any known sin. Okay, I can just move forward. No, no that's, that's not what we're saying. For example, the next one we'll come to on uh, Friday is, we talked about it, getting good counsel. Well, some people are very sincere in their counsel, but they're sincerely wrong. Yeah, I've gotten from godly men. I'm thinking back when I was at camp, I asked some men for counsel. Um men that loved God, they're communicators of God's word, and they gave me counsel that was what I truly believed was not God's will for me to do, and it wasn't. Mm -hmm. And um, I decided not to follow their counsel, but it was it was the counsel that they had for, for the little that they knew. But it was godly men, but I, I ended up going against their counsel because truly at that time, I took all of these into account when I was making that decision. I remember, we'll end with this. I remember one time we were at a conference and there was at least a couple thousand people at this conference. And the speaker threw out a question, okay? And I can't remember what the question was, Ben, but he threw it out there. Um, some of you that are listening probably were with me in that uh, seminar that we went to. And he said, how many people would counsel this person to do this? And a bunch of hands went up. Mm. He said, how many people would counsel this person to do this? And a, bunch of, and a bunch of other hands went up. He had two different, you know, yeah. counsels that were given just to show that, hey, you got to be careful. Uh, and so we'll get to that on Friday. But thank you for joining in. Uh, we love you guys. Let's go back over them. Get your heart in a condition that has no will of its own. Shift it into neutral. Clear your heart of any known sin. And uh, God has a way of revealing even things that aren't known to you. Mm. And check your motives. Make sure they're pure. 
and search the scriptures and then use some of the experiences in your life and the lives of others. And then Friday will continue. Awesome. Hey, we got Billy, Pastor Billy Walsh will be with us tonight speaking for us and uh, <clears throat> looking forward to that session. That's at seven o'clock live here on the church Facebook page. Uh, also, I've asked Billy to kind of fill us in with what's going on right now in his life. A lot of huge transitions going on in Billy's life right now. I mean, massive transitions as far as occupation, uh, marriage, just a lot of things during a very difficult time. So uh, I look forward to hearing um, some of the ways God's been working in his life and opening doors. And I know that will be encouragement. So make sure you tune in tonight, 7 p.m. Uh, for our evening Billy's service. life kind of reminds me of, of mine when I was young. Uh, just married, uh, started pastoring a church at 21 years of age. Mm. Um, wow. He's got a lot, lot of life experience since then. <laughs> Let's close in a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you for the day. Thank you for those tuning in. Uh, pray your blessing upon each and every one of them as they purpose in their heart to seek you and to walk in the center of your will. Give us a good day today in Jesus' name. Amen. Have a good day, guys. You have been listening to the Fellowship Baptist Church Sermon Podcast. We hope this message was a blessing and encouragement to you. If you would like more messages, visit our website at fbcclarklake.org where all of our messages can be downloaded for free. Also, you can subscribe to the Fellowship Baptist Church Sermon Podcast on iTunes, Google Play, or SoundCloud. All of our messages are available for free. If you want to keep up to date on what's going on at Fellowship, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram where you can see what's happening happening at Fellowship Baptist Church. If you'd like to visit us, Fellowship Baptist Church is located at 3200 Reed Road, Clark Lake, Michigan. Thank you so much for listening, and we hope to see you back here again next time.